opinions on the following program are those of the participants and not necessarily those of KKVV Las Vegas. Are you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think? If a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Posted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we're on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. If you're local, you'll dial 702-650-5588. Again, 702-650-5588. If you'd like to join in on our discussion today, have a praise report, praise a prayer request, we'd love to hear from you. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we do have a toll-free number for you. That would be 800-366-8883. I say again, if you're calling outside the Las Vegas area to join in on our discussion, it's 800-366-8883. We are being streamed live over the Internet from KKVV's website, so you can see us. Uh, audio, audio, well, that would be audio and visual, right? right. Amen. <laughs> At www.kkvv.com. Vernon always is waving before I tell him to wave. So we're going to try it again. We're waving and God bless. Amen. Amen. All righty. So we're also being streamed live from uh, Save the Lost at All Costs' website, which is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of our previous broadcasts, please go to our website, which is www.savethelostlv.org. Just select the date that you like to listen to let the holy spirit guide you the gospel is always free on our watch we're also being archived at itunes for those who have an apple product amen, amen. amen. and again the gospel is still free vernon we have a cell phone number that you can call correct that's correct that cell phone number that you can call and listen to our show is 563-999-3194 once again 563-999-3194 on your mobile device amen so amen. To my right and to your left, that would be Brother Vernon Davis. How are you, man of God? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Sister Nina? I'm doing wonderful. It's so wonderful to see you. I appreciate that you're being here. And it was wonderful to go and fellowship with the saints Amen. Uh, down south in Los Angeles. And Amen. I'm back. Thank you. Um, my mother's oldest sister has gone to be with the Lord. Mm. And it was a Holy Ghost party. I tell you, when a person is a committed believer... There's no question in your mind where they are when they depart from this realm. Amen. So there's no reason to be sad. We celebrate their life. We know the rewards that are waiting on them. And uh, we're in the safe, we're in the soul-saving business. Amen? Amen. So we encourage people to get their life right with Christ and partake in the great gift of repentance. Amen? Amen. And do it on this side. You're not going to have a second opportunity. That's this right. is the way... It has to be because this is what the scriptures tell us. Amen. So um, you won't be having an opportunity at salvation mm. once you leave this realm. So please, 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 we want you to 
partake in the gift and do not let anyone cheat you out of your inheritance. Amen. 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 So, Brother Vernon, uh, we're going to go to Luke 23. Amen. Amen. And so we are going to be looking at some scripture here. And I want you to go about Luke 23 and we're going to look at verse 44. And you're going to uh, bless us with that. And then I'll, I'll tell you why that makes sense. So, matter of fact, let's do this. Let's start with verse 39 and then finish up with verse 44. Amen? Amen. So, we're in Luke 23. We're going to start at verse 39. We're going to go to 44. And you are in the The New New King King James James Version. Version. Correct? Correct. All right. uh, Starting at verse 39. Then one of the criminals who were hanged, blaspheming him, saying, If you are the Christ, save yourself and us. Verse 40. But the other answering rebuked him, saying, Do you not even fear God, seeing you are under the same condemnation? Verse 41. And we indeed justly, for we receive the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Verse 42. Then he said to Jesus, Lord, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Verse 43, And Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you today, you will be with me in paradise. Verse 44, Now it was about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour. Keep going. Verse 45, Then the sun was darkened, and the veil of the temple was torn in two. Verse 46, And when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Okay, so I'm going to go to the King James Version, and Mm -hmm. I want to read verse 46 again. We're still in Luke 23, but I'm in the King James Version. Okay. And the Word of God says this, verse 46, And when Jesus had cried with a loud voice, he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. Having said thus, he gave up the ghost and then it also says here in very small print breathe his last okay Okay. so now what we're going to talk about is did jesus go to hell now we see right here Mm -hmm. that he did what it says that he cried with a loud voice he said, Father, into thy hands I commend my spirit. And having said thus, he gave up the ghost. Mm-hmm. Now, that's the King James Version. What does it say in the New King James Version for verse 46? And we're still in Luke 23, correct? And, and when Jesus had cried out with a loud voice, he said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. Having said this, he breathed his last. Amen. Amen. So that's where we are. And we're going to, like I said, did Jesus go to hell? And a lot of people are are preaching that. And we're going to find out where they got that from. So I I would like to know too. Okay. There's something that's called the Apostles' Creed. Now, there's a couple of things that I have to tell you about the Apostles' Creed. Number one, it wasn't written by the Apostles. The ones that Jesus had designated, Mm -hmm. it wasn't written by them. It came after 
Jesus had ascended. It came after they had died. So um, it's called the Apostles' Creed, and I'm going to read it to you. Okay. So I I know that people are like, wow, really? It, it's, it's not biblical. So we're going to uh, get into that. I have uh, it right here. I'm pulling it up on my phone, and I'll get right to it with you. Okay, so let's go to it. Let's pull it up and let's read it. Alrighty. And let me give you some more information on the Apostles' Creed before uh, I actually read mm -hmm. what it is. Um, it's the oldest creed of the Christian church and the basis for others that followed in the most used form is and then I'm going to read what that is. Okay, so okay. let's read what it is. The Apostles' Creed. And the Apostles is showing possession for all apostles. So it's written as the A-P-O-S-T-L-E-S -E apostrophe, mm -hmm. showing possession for all apostles as opposed to a particular apostles. This is the whole collective body of apostles, okay? So it says the Apostles' Creed. And... I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate. He was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Amen. That is the Apostles' Creed. Now, hold on. I know you heard the word Catholic. This is not the Roman Catholic Church. This was written in about 140 A.D., the Catholic Church at that time was considered the universal church. That would be those that believed in Christ. But when it was originally written, the Apostles' Creed, the word hell was not there. Mm -hmm. It was the word Hades. See, you have to understand the New Testament was written totally in Greek. So you have authorized words that mean different things. Amen. Now, this particular word, when you got around the 16th and 17th century, there was an era in the transliteration when you were talking about the King James Version. Because you have to understand, the original language is not English. The original English that the New Testament was written in was Greek. Okay, so the Greek word for the lake of fire which is hell, that comes after judgment. Jesus has to come back a second time for that to even manifest. The Greek word for hell is called Gehenna. Mm -hmm. Now, when you die, there's a place that you go where you are waiting for the judgment. That's called Hades. And that is not hell. And we'll be able to look at scripture and see where we're going to 
make that case. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. So the question today is, did Jesus go to hell? And I'm telling you, one of the reasons why people believe that is because of the Apostles Creed. Creed. Like I said, number one, the Apostles did not write it. Right. And it was a statement of faith. Mm hmm. That came out of the universal church, but when it was first written, it did not use the word hell, meaning Gehenna, which is Greek, which translates to the lake of fire, the eternal lake of fire. Mm-hmm. Now, if Jesus is committing his spirit and his soul to his father, what does he have to go to hell for? Hell is for judgment. It is the final judgment. Mm-hmm. It's the lake of fire. It's, it's waiting. It's empty right now. There's nobody in it because Jesus has not come back Amen. to judge. Amen. So we're going to break this down in the scripture yeah. so that you can yeah. see it. I don't want anybody yeah. to take my word for it. We're going to use the scriptures yeah, to support I'm, I'm that. I'm very interested in that because it, it's been a while. And I want to make sure it was the same Apostles Creed because I went to Catholic school from kindergarten through eighth grade. And one of the requirements was to memorize the Apostles' Creed. And it was funny when you said Apostles' Creed, my eyes lit up. It was like, is this the same Apostles' Creed? That's why I didn't say anything before you got started. And I had to memorize it that way with the word hell. So because I've always believed and always heard, that's where Jesus went. That's why I'm very interested in um, Amen. You know, knowing. So you have to understand that, that there was a lot of things going on. There were a lot of people preaching stuff and teaching stuff. So the universal church wanted to make a declaration. They wanted to have a statement of faith that separated them from all these other teachers. But again, the original apostles creed did not use the word hell as Gehenna, meaning the lake of fire, the total separation and judgment that you receive Once we are all judged. Amen. Amen. Okay. So it's totally different. And subsequently, a lot of these transliterations, Mm -hmm. you will see the word hell as to be interchangeable with Hades, which is not the lake of fire, which is Gehenna. They're not interchangeable. So I strongly suggest that people actually look at the original language as it was written in. Thank you. And make sure that you see what the actual language it was. So let's get to uh, some scripture. Amen. So now that we've set that up, we've got our minds right. And, you know, I I encourage you to uh, talk to uh, those who are learned about this and ask them, uh, is there Gehenna? Is there Hades? Are they the same place? Because the thing is, is that you can take it like this. Is Gehenna and the Lake of Fire the same place? And it is. Mm -hmm. And what's different about Hades? Now, the Hades is the grave. It's why we sleep and we wait. Okay? So, there's not judgment yet. And judgment cannot come until Jesus comes back. The The scriptures are very clear about that. Amen? Amen. So, let's go to Matthew 25, verse 41. And let's look at some things. Let's get some distinctions here. Amen. Amen. And I appreciate uh, my sister in Christ, Mia, 
who talked to me about this and uh, I definitely uh, took what she said to heart and I want to be able to uh, expound upon this because this is uh, still hurting some people uh, mm-hmm. in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And so we are going to Matthew 25, verse 41. Amen? Amen. Um, Matthew 25, verse 41, other new King James Version. Then he will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Okay, so... That is Gehenna. That is the lake of fire. Was it described as the lake of fire? Ever, into the everlasting fire. Right. So, for the devil and his angels. Amen. So amen. That, that's the lake of fire. Amen. That's the judgment. He right. said it's prepared for the devil and his angels. Right. That's where the devil always was going to be, right? Right. But right now is his reign and his rule, right? Right. Because Jesus has not come back. So when Jesus comes back, he's going to set everything in order and everybody will be judged. Amen. Okay. So let's establish that. Now that's where the the unrighteous are going to go. That's where the non-believers are going to go. They're going to be cast there. After judgment, right? The last judgment. So let's go to the book of Revelation. And let's look at chapter 19. And we're going to look at verses 20 through 21, and then we're going to go to Revelation chapter 20, and then we're going to look at verses 10 through 15. Amen? Amen. Our question today is, did Jesus go to hell after he was crucified and commended his spirit to his father? Amen? So we're trying to find out in those three days before he was seen again mm-hmm. did he go to hell so we're going to use the scriptures amen amen so we're going to revelation chapter 19 and we're looking at verses 20 through 21 okay chapter 19 verse 20 in revelation then the beast was captured and with him the false prophet who worked signs in his presence by which he deceived those who received the mark of the beast and those who worshiped his image These two were cast alive into the lake of fire, burning with brimstone. Verse 21, And the rest were killed with the sword which proceeded from the mouth of him who sat on the horse, and all the birds were filled with their flesh. Again, it's the burning lake of fire. It's where the devil and his angels, the fallen ones, always were going to go. It has to deal with final judgment. Why would Jesus, who was God wrapped in flesh, the hypostatic union of man and God, have to go there? He was sinless. Why would he have to go there? Let's go to... Revelation, we're going to go to chapter 20, and we're going to look at verses 10 through 15. Amen. Chapter 20 in Revelation, verse 10. The devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone, where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Verse 11. 
Then I saw a great white throne, and him who sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heaven fled away, and there was found no place for them. Twelve. And I saw the dead, small and great, standing before God, and books were opened, and another book was opened, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged, according to their works, by the things which were written in the books. Verse 13. The sea gave up the dead who were in it, and death and Hades delivered up the dead who were in them, and they were judged, each one according to his works. Verse 14. Then death and Hades were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. 15. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Okay, so let's look at this, mm -hmm. Brother Vernon. It said that he is judging them, he being our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And what did it say that those who were in Hades, right? And they were dead and they were awakened, right? Right. And everybody is assembled, correct? Right. And everybody is being judged. Right. So hell is not happening yet because the judgment is happening first. Amen. So when he's through with death because it's been defeated and they have been awakened from Hades for everybody to be judged, Hades is the grave. Then what does he do with death? He throws it into the eternal lake of fire. And that's where those who don't believe are going to go. To include the devil and his army and death. The work at the cross was that Jesus paid for our sins. Amen. With his precious blood. And in doing that, the wages of sin were death. We were supposed to die. We were supposed to have eternal death. But because he defeated death, we now have eternal life. Amen. But judgment still has to take place. And it doesn't happen until his second coming. We see this in the scriptures. Are you clear that Hades and hell are two different places? Yes. Hades is the grave. Hell is Gehenna, the lake of fire. Hades is the place where... After you die, mm -hmm. you don't have a body anymore, correct? Amen. Because the body's died. Where's the spirit going? It's waiting. And Hades is the place where the spirit waits. It's a place that hasn't received judgment yet because we have to be awakened. Amen? Amen. And we want to be in the Lamb's book of life. This is important. You don't get an opportunity to be in the Lamb's book of life. After that, After that yeah. you have to already be in the Lamb's book of life. And how do you get to be in the Lamb's book of life? It's by having a relationship on this Jesus. side. Because once you lose your body, you're in Hades until the second coming comes. Amen. Amen. And then once we are judged, it said the dead and alive. Amen. Amen. Either we're in the Lamb's book of life, man of God, or we're not. You see, he's judging. What is the point of going to hell? Do you see what he said happens to death? Yes. I mean, the scriptures are there, right, man of God? I'm seeing it too. 
So the Apostles' Creed that says that he went to hell, again, that's not biblical. You can't find that in the Bible. The apostles did not write that. And it came after Jesus had already ascended Mm -hmm. and the apostles had already died. Mm -hmm. So what apostles wrote this? And was it inspired by God? Because every word of scripture from Genesis to Revelation is inspired by God. Amen? Amen. The men who put forth Everything in it, they were inspired by God. God used them to make his word known. But it's his word. It's just like what we're doing today. We're not taking credit for this. We cannot take credit for this. This is his word. This is his instruction. So we have to be very careful when people try to commandeer the word of God. It's about truth. And we have to make sure that people understand that hell, Gehenna, the lake of fire, is for those that have had final judgment. So we definitely need to see, and I would love for anybody to show me biblical evidence where this Apostles' Creed is inspired by God. And, and and tell me uh, that the Greek word Hades and the Greek word Gehenna mean the same thing. I, I need to be able to, for the Greek scholar to call in and show me that. Because it doesn't exist. It means two different things. Amen? Amen. Okay. So the thing is, is that let's uh, continue to go. Now let's look at second. Corinthians, and we're going to look at chapter 5, and we're going to look at verses 1 through 8. Amen? Amen. Again, we're going to 2 Corinthians, and we're going to go to chapter 5, and we're looking at verses 1 through 8. Verses 1 through 8. Mm-hmm. Chapter 5, 2 Corinthians. And the thing is, is that an unbelieving spirit goes into the lake of fire. When has Jesus ever had an unbelieving spirit? Never. It just cannot happen spiritually. It cannot. He has never been separated from the Father, the Son, and the the Holy Spirit. He has always existed. Only when he came to be crucified. When he took on all sin. He asked his Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? That's because sin cannot enter in. And that was what he was crying out. And then after that, you know what he says once it's all over? It's finished. The work of salvation had been done. Amen. It's a beautiful thing. This has already been planned. (laughs) God cast Satan out of heaven for a reason. And a third of the angel choir went... For a reason. He had a place prepared for them. They weren't going to be able to be in heaven. They had to have a final resting place. And it's Gehenna. It's hell. It's the lake of fire. Mm -hmm. So. Why would Jesus have to go down there? 
when he existed at the time when Lucifer, Satan, got thrown out of heaven. Hmm. Why would he? People are confused. They're hanging their hat on the Apostles' Creed, man of God, and they shouldn't be hanging their hat on that because it's not biblical. Again, we're in 2 Corinthians, correct? We're going to chapter 5, and we're looking at verses 1 through 8. All right, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 from the New King James Version. Verse 1, For we know that if our earthly house is this tent is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in heavens. Verse 2, For in this we groan earnestly, desiring to be clothed with our habitation which is from heaven. 3, If indeed, having been clothed, we shall not be found naked. 4, For we who are in this tent groan, being burdened, not because we want to be unclothed, but further clothed, that mortality may be swallowed up by life. Verse 5, Now he who has prepared us for this very thing is God, who also has given us the Spirit as a guarantee. 6, So we are always confident, knowing that while we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. Verse 7, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Verse 8, We are confident, yes, well pleased, rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. It's not a problem, is it, Brother Vernon? We know where we're going to be, right? He talks about this, each stage. Amen. So why would we go down in hell? <laughs> are you kidding me? And it says right here where we are. Amen. Each step. During the suffering. With the body, without the body. Amen? Hello, you're unsaved and lost at all costs, and God bless you. Well, 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 Minister Nina. There he is. How are you, Pastor Terry? You know, we did a show about seven or eight years ago on this very topic. Yes, sir, we did. But I wanted to bring up the Apostles' Creed, but I'm ready to hear from my mentor uh, in Christ. And God bless you, Pastor Terry. You you have the, the mic, as they say. Well, you know, there was a number of creeds in place. You know, um, you you had this this meeting at Nicaea. Right, I remember so you that. You had the, the, some of the early church fathers who were responsible for uh, coming up with the canon, which would be the 66 books that make up the Bible. Amen. One of the reasons why have been times when we were doing the shows and I would talk about the lost books that people mentioned. Mm-hmm. That they're not lost, because if they were really lost, we wouldn't know anything about them. But they're not inspired. And when it comes to the Apostles' Creed, the people who were instrumental in putting together the Apostles' Creed, they weren't people who would be speaking as we do today, because those people were part of that Greek culture. And many of them had Hebrew ties. Amen. But the deal is, is that hell automatically, if you know anything about scripture and you know anything about uh, biblical doctrines and systematic theology, that there is a context in which the word is used where in one place it means Gehenna, in another place it means uh, the grave. Amen. Or, you know, or, or or as you said, um, Hades. Uh, 
80s. Amen. So if we're reading from an authorized version like the King James, it may use the word hell, but not really be in, it, in the context it's being used referring to Gehenna, but the grave. Right. It's not so, referred to the lake of fire. It's not talking about right. the lake of fire. Amen. Right. Right, which Gehenna and the Lake of Fire would be one and the same. And that cannot happen until the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ, because that's when judgment would take place. And it also says that death will be thrown into the Lake of Fire, because we will have been judged. And those who are in the Lamb's Book of Life go on to receive what God has for them. Those who don't, because it's their personal choice. Because God does not send us to heaven or to hell. We make the choice. Amen. That's right. That, that's right. So, we, now if you read, so let's get on. that straight. If you read Revelation 20 and 10. Okay. Read Revelation 20 and 10. All right. So let's go back. Let's do that. Uh, Brother Vernon, we did start with that. So would you reread that again, sir? Revelation 20, verse 10, the devil who deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are, and they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. Here's what I'm trying to uh, get across to you. When you read that, the beast and the false prophets, they're there. Mm -hmm. They're there. Okay? And the deal is, is that we know that's where the devil the beast, and the false prophets are. That's where they're going to be. That's where they're going to be. Right. And, and, and the point that I want to make to the people that are listening, because I know you stepping on some toes of folks out there that's still preaching and teaching that Jesus went to hell. Well, that's a lie from the pit of hell. And I'm, Absolutely. And I'm willing Absolutely. to stand on it with Scripture. I'm not standing on it because it's something that I need to stand on. I'm standing right. on it because it's heresy. It's heretic. Now, here's, here is, here is the, the, the challenge. People, when they've been for years teaching a doctrine, and then they discover that it's in error. They need to come before their people and say, you know, I've been teaching this, but I, I uh, was enlightened by some information or by someone who was teaching that showed that I was in error and I want to bring this to you. Now, you know that we would do that when we were uh, working together in ministry and Amen. running the church. If I made a mistake or you made a mistake, we come to the people and say, you know what? We were in error on that one, but we come to straighten it out. Amen. We even did it on the show. Amen. But Pastor, so the deal is, you, you can't but, use the Apostles' Creed as doctrine. It's not doctrine. It's not even in the Bible. Well, well yeah, no, I wouldn't use it to try and uh, to teach doctrine or promote doctrine. I'm, I, I wouldn't do that. Right. You know, but what I am saying is that the, the people who were instrumental in putting it together, mm -hmm. I don't believe that their intent when they used the term hell mm -hmm. was to imply that Jesus went to hell. Well, let me say it's this to you. That, let me finish. Okay. Let me finish my thought. It's just that we have individuals out here, and you know this, and this has one, been one of the biggest uh, peeves that we've had that you got individuals who ha haven't been formally trained, so they don't understand when it comes to 
um, recognizing something in its original language versus the translation that we are using. And so that right there should be enough for some folks to take a look at where they are in their knowledge and their understanding of Scripture and be willing to go and get some training. Because that right there is what makes the difference in an individual reading a passage out of, say, the King James, and it says hell, and them being able to distinguish between Gehenna and then, uh, you know, the grave or, or Hades, which is really referring to the grave. They, they would be able to do, when they read it, they would understand in the context it's being used that it means either uh, fire and brimstone or it means the grave. You, you understand what I'm saying? All right. Well, I, so I, I, I want to bring something. I commend something. you. Amen. Listen, I commend you on tackling a subject, in my opinion, that is a difficult subject because you've got a whole bunch of folk out here who's still teaching that stuff, <laughs> that Jesus went to hell. And we know that that's not biblical. Amen. Well, so the, I just, want, I, I, I just wanted to, to share that and uh, to just commend you on you know, how deep you have looked into and you have dug into uh, the word and, it, and it's gone beyond just, uh, you know, your average uh, Bible student or whatever, and you're helping people, the ones that will receive it. Well, I received that. Well, thank you, Pastor. And I do want to just say the original Apostle Creed does use the word Hades. It's just about... 300 AD, it all of a sudden changed. And that's what happens sometimes in translations and transliterations because oh, we, yeah. have, we have to see the original language. So I know Absolutely. that the, the, uh, the New Testament was written in Greek. And if you study Greek and if you have a person such as yourself who had mastered Greek and you made us bring Strong's, you made us bring the lexicon. We had to have all these other tools. It was important that we got it because we didn't know if we were going to see you the next day because we don't know when God is going to call any of us home. And you wanted us to be equipped and you wanted us to be prepared. So I thank you for that. And our Bible studies were very, very intense. I mean, super duper intense. A lot of people went out crying because they were just totally devastated that they had been taught something that wasn't right. And they loved the people that taught them. And I'm not saying that you can't love them, but these are people's souls at stake. And you've got to look at this and God does not want anybody to be lost, doesn't want anybody to be perished. But you cannot say the King of Kings, the Lord of Lord who defeated death, went to hell. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 That's not happening on my watch. It's not happening. Yeah, we always got to rest assured of one thing. If it don't line up with Scripture, then it can't be of God. No, because he, he, he did the work, and Gehenna, the lake of fire, has to deal with final judgment. And why would he that did the work and said it was finished and commended his spirit to the Father, gave up the ghost, the Holy Ghost, have to go to hell? 
Okay, you preaching now. Amen. Well, we got another call. Well, I love you, and right, I appreciate I you. it. Thank you, sir. All right. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Hello, thank you for waiting. You're on Save the Lost at all costs, and God bless. Okay, you got me? Amen. I got you. I hear you. Okay, Nina, I want to commend you for that stand. You got me almost shouting here. Well, let's shout together. And, Amen. You can shout, brother. And and you are one of the few. There are five people on that radio station who believe that Jesus detached himself from the Godhead and went to hell, and that is a lie straight out of the pit of hell. And because I don't mention people that are on that program, Ken Copeland is one of the who, on a station or a program before you come on. Sure. I have heard them mentioned as some saint of God, and he's a billionaire, and he's been wreaking havoc. And and I don't mind I don't mind saying that. And and for you to take this on and speak, I would disagree with you on some other things. But Nina, on the plan of salvation, you're one hundred percent, and on that, you are a thousand percent. And I'm glad that you brought that up because it's the first time I have heard any rebuke of these false... They're, they're worse than false teachers. They're ravening wolves. Well, when we went into Luke, remember, Brother Vernon, and we went into Luke 23, it talks about the Lord Jesus Christ telling them, depart for them, you know, from me. Yeah. You, you mm-hmm. do lawlessness, you know what I mean? He's sending them to hell. That's where they're going to they're gonna end up. That's where they're going to be. So, you know, I appreciate you calling in and encouraging me, uh, but I stand on the word of God and we can agree to disagree. And I have no problem. This is what this radio ministry is about. This is about calling in. We have to get it right because Mm -hmm. there are souls at stake. So I appreciate you. I love you, brother. And you know that we're going to work it out until we get it right. I, I I love you for that, Dina. I listen to you every week. Well, just know uh, that you're love, and I appreciate you, and you can always call in yeah. because I need to get it right. I don't want to leave unless we're getting it right. And I, want the, you, I want the Lord to know, I tried. I want to be like Moses. You know, I, 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 I wrestled with them. I wrestled with them. <laughs> yeah, well, you well, you got to know this. Amen. Your, God knows your heart. Yes. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell everybody that's listening. Even when you get it wrong and you are unsure or whatever, and you've been preaching, like you said, you come back and and uh, said, I made a mistake. Mm-hmm. God knows your heart. And when you make mistakes, God is still on your side. I appreciate that. Because he that. knows you're going to come back. And that's the whole thing. People need to make it right with each other. Amen. So, Nina... I love you, sister. I I, I love you, too. And my door is always open. Anytime you want to come in here with me, and you're always welcome to come. You know, my ministry door is always open because we want to do that. I can imagine the discussions that Jesus had with his disciples. And uh, I pray that we don't don't lay hands on one another. But if it gets that passionate, I understand. Uh, well, well, what did Jesus uh, tell his disciples? Are you going to leave me too? Right, right, right. So I, I just, I just want you to know that the door is open, and I love you, and I appreciate you holding me accountable. We need accountability, and, and you, of partners. You know what else? So thank you. 
we, you and I are going to dance through the halls of heaven, and my yes. mother's going to say, I brought you up not to dance. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. Come on, I'm tell you. Come over to my mansion. Leave Mama's mansion. Come over to my mansion. Then we go into your mansion. Amen. Yeah, my Mama will be there doing the Charleston. Amen. Well, well, on her leg. Well, well, praise God. Well, Amen. I can't wait Hallelujah. to. I can't wait to meet your Mama and tell her we on the way and we'll be dancing. How about yeah. that? Okay, baby, right. she's in that great cloud with. Okay. All right, we, we love a, you. Have a great day. We All love right. you. Bye bye. All right, thank you. Bye bye. Hello, you on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. God bless you, Sister Nina. Uh, I was listening to your to the to the message, and uh, the first thing came to my mind was precatory. Okay. And uh, I used to watch westerns a lot, and and I seen this movie one time. It was called Precatory, and it was like it was like a holding place until God come to redeem you. And if you acted out out of anger and 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 sinful. There was a there was an Indian that took you and threw you over into the lake of fire. It was it was a it was like uh, lava. Okay. But anyway, uh, I was taught that same message uh, growing up that, that Jesus had to go down in, in the pits of hell to get the key to heaven and, for heaven and hell. No. And, and and now that you bring that up, and I thought about it, why would he have to go get the key if he sacrificed his life? You know. Well, you have you have to understand when we go to Genesis and it talks about in the beginning, God created man in our image. Who is our? Our is God, the Father, God, the Son, and God, the Holy Spirit. They've always existed, so they don't have to go get anything. You know, the, the exactly. word it, the word existed before there was anything, Amen. and He was the Word, and He is the Word. Amen. Right. We look Amen. at that when we go to you know First John. So I I need people to to get this. There is a difference. The Hades is the grave. Amen. Amen. When you when you when your body you just went to my aunt's uh, home going correct? Amen. Okay, so there's a place that's called Hades. That's the grave. Amen. And Amen. then you have to understand we don't have a glorified body. Even when you die, you don't have a glorified body. You're not completed. You're not completed until the second coming and the judgment happens. And I pray in the name of Jesus that you find yourself in the Lamb's book of life. Because once you are completed, you are glorified. Do you understand? And you will Amen. live in the new Jerusalem. Okay, because this one is passing away. This earth is passing away. Amen. So there's going to be a new heaven and you can't be in the new heaven until you have these steps. But he does not have to go to hell. He didn't go to hell. And if somebody's teaching that, it's heretic. It's not of God. It is not of scripture. It's their own thing. And we cannot be losing people. This is called yeah. Save the Lost at All Costs. And, and that's rejoice. what we're going to do. And I rejoice so much just knowing about the, 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 the book, the Lamb Book of Life. And I used to always say, I'm so glad I, my name is written in the Lamb Amen. Book of Life because of my belief Amen. and not my understanding for the, for the Lord. Okay. So the thing is, is that there has to be 
faith amen and faith is action it's intentional it's not enough just to read you have to be intentional about your service to the lord about your amen. testimony see god amen. said let there be light and there was light and then after that he said it was good hello so how can hello. you be a representation of the lord jesus christ have the indwelling of the holy spirit and you have no goodness in you Amen. So there has to be a test to have the testimony. You have Amen. got to show yourself Amen. to be who you're with because he knows all and sees all. It's not going to escape him. Amen. And the thing Amen. is, is that back in the first century church, it was mainly in houses and people were passionate. Like we're having these discussions right now. It wasn't just a sermon format where somebody just preaches to you. You had to know exactly what they were talking about, because at any time you could be called on mm -hmm. to finish to have a discussion it has That's to right. have a practical application we're not looking for zombies the word is not zombifying you it is awakening you old things have passed away you have to be ready to stand up because Amen. it's righteous indignation it's righteous indignation that has me up about this i don't need to be right god is right God is right. So whether you believe Sister Nina or not, whether you like Sister Nina or not, I can care less to tell you the truth. You ought to be concerned about what God thinks about you and what God says about you because you're going to have to give an account for what you know and what you don't know. And if you heard it, you cannot act like you don't know. You don't want to be lying with the Holy Spirit standing right there. You don't want to do that. Don't be caught wanting. You got to get this right. You got an opportunity to get it right. And if if your pastor or preacher or teacher or whoever you're listening to says something that doesn't line up with scripture, you should be able to humbly go to them and have a discussion. Now, if it takes you six months to get an appointment and they don't have time for you and the armor bearers collapse on you, you may want to think about what kind of teacher is that? Because if they need all That's that right. security right. and they talk about a whole bunch of offerings and not trying to make sure that this is right and they want to tell you all about what they got and who they know and where they've been, something is wrong with that. I'm because wrong. we have to carry the message, man of God. We are commanded in Matthew 28 to go to all nations, all creeds, all kinds and carry his message, not Pastor so-and-so's message. Do you feel me? I feel you, sister. Amen. Well, I got another call. I'm going to take Thank it. Thank you so much. You I got, appreciate you got that. me fired up in here. I'm sweating. I got Amen. You, girl, you, you, Jesus got you fired up. Amen. And let the fire keep burning. God bless you. All right. But that's I want you to know there's no such thing as purgatory. Amen. That's a Western. That, that's, yeah. that's a play that's, thing. Yeah, that's, that's just something I was thinking about. No, yeah. I understand. Right. But people are watching that because it does have some symbolism in it. But I just want people to know I'm going on the record. There's no such thing as purgatory. But I appreciate that because people are falling for a lot of stuff in these days man of god and the lord said they would amen you're right he sure did he said they amen. would so we love you and god bless you sir thank god you god bless you too amen hello thank you for waiting you're on save the loss at all costs and god bless hey shalom sister nina i'm glad you said that last point that there is no purgatory because i was going to go from the reference of lazarus that story about lazarus amen and to let people know that the grave and hell they're two separate Two separate things for yes, believers we, we rest amen but the, the wicked will be in torment and then True. both the grave and 
uh, hell will be cast into the lake of fire, which is the final judgment. Amen. So I praise y'all for that because there's no way the Messiah went to hell. No. In regards to uh, his his suffering, because that's like saying he went to redeem the wicked, and <laughs> that's not true. It's those that die in faith. Amen. That's the ones who are redeemed. Otherwise, the resurrection is of null and void. You're absolutely right. I agree with you. And that's so why we I, have to be vigilant and we have to have really to. put these teachers to the test because they're then, carrying the message. Put them to the test. I'm not saying fight them and be disruptive yeah. or what have you, but make sure that they can show you that that's how it was in the original language. See, this is a transliteration. So I want yeah. them to make sure that they're lining up with the original language because we do know it was in Greek. The New Testament was in Greek. So make sure that it lines up. And if they can show me that, then you know what? We can continue to have a conversation conversation but if they can't show me that i'd have to say that's not something that you should be preaching that is so true because like i said it was i think three years ago is when it really hit home with me when the holy spirit specifically told me to encourage my people not only to plead the blood of the messiah over you mm-hmm. but to remind the enemy of his demise because amen. he will be dealt with amen. in the lake of fire amen and he when you remind him of that especially now you know, because even just to say the lake of fire, that brings fear and torment to them. Because if they always, always question the Messiah when he would cast them out. You're not going to send us, you know, to our, our final destiny he, he now. Would, he would, when he was preaching, they would say, are, are, have you come to kill us? Because yes, they, yes, they, 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 knew, they knew they know where, where they were going. going. And they know about final judgment. See, see, yes, see, see the, dev- know. the devil yes, knows no. that God exists. He knows that the yes. Son exists. He knows yes. that the Holy Spirit exists. He just doesn't yes. follow them. But yes. there's no question in his mind that the kingdom is real because he yes. wants the kingdom. He wants to be higher than the kingdom. What did he tell Jesus? Worship me. So he understands that. So if we are going to be sitting in certain houses under certain people, then guess what? You need to hold them accountable. You wouldn't let a doctor operate on you that wasn't right. Don't let a man operate on your soul who is not following the word of God. That's all I've got to say, sis. Amen. Thank you very much. Keep the good work, guys. That's all I say. It was nice to hear Brother Terry, Pastor Terry. Amen. Uh, we uh, have a prayer care. request for Robert S. Wright. He's in Salt Lake, Utah with kidney cancer, and we yeah. need to have prayer. Let's lift up our brother, Robert Wright. God is a healer. He is yeah. able. I want you, Robert, not to waste this kidney cancer. Minister greatly. Believe God. He loves you. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank you and amen. Amen. All amen. Right. We pray from the very root. Amen. Amen. Safe loss. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit-filled, live-called-in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 101.5 FM. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvb.com and our website, www.savethelostlv.org. If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation.
donation or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org. If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 335852, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is... 335852 North Las Vegas 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Costs Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702 219 6882. Again, 702 219 6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in. And don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.